times 14 uno you know he says in his heart god don't exist Fudo, who created the stars, planets like ours, Pluto and Mars. You need the proof, though the truth is so in the art. Yeah. This is the living God that I serve, made everything in a minute with a single word. If you take it, give it a piece and even the birth. If it's perfect, take it, give it the people and credit worth. Don't you see I sin brought a curse? Christ redeemed us, now I know my prayers work. Since we believe he interceded, we are soldiers in army. Our sergeant is he. Our weapons are not carnal, yo, we start on our knees. We are a movement of the young, on fire and we zealous. For the honor of our father that's in heaven written in my city Check one two one two one two. How many are excited to be in the house tonight? Alright, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do. If I can get the music just a little lower. We're gonna start off with icebreakers and today I'm gonna invite someone up. Y'all give a round of applause and a warm welcome to a good friend of mine, Tony Vivid. Welcome him to the stage. I just wanna introduce him. He is Filipino and he's probably going to be the biggest Filipino you've ever seen in your entire life, okay, for real. Um, Tony's going to be helping me out Fridays, okay, he's going to be helping me with the icebreakers, and so as a matter of fact, I'm going to give it to Tony to explain it. Can we get that music just a little bit down? Here we go. I'm so excited, okay. Tony actually came up with the icebreakers for today, okay, so y'all give it up one more time for Tony, come on. Words for you. Damn, Mr. Gravity, what up? 
to me, it's like you took off. Clocked out, no longer a witness to the nations. All you play in the background are really fame chasing. Been sold out, used to be sold out. Now you just tweeting about how your concert was sold out. Usually making songs talking about that they all worry about you. I'ma keep it real, my stomach turns at your current route. Wouldn't be so bad if you didn't mean so much to me. Your music changed me, now it's just disgusting me. And I assume it's the fame and the money, power and the fluence. You just trying to be accepted, headed to your ruin. And me, I'm just doing what you was known for doing. Bringing the truth hard, hoping that it gets through. Somebody had to say it, might as well be me. And P.S., please don't corrupt K.B. Wow. That's how you feel, Mr. Rebel? I mean, it's all love and grace, but let me just talk to you. Hey, look, dear Mr. Rebel. Young brother, I understand. You feel like I let you down, like I'm misguiding all these fans. Truth is, I feel arrogant and even self-consumed. Explaining my motives to all of these people who were sold. It's not about the money, and trust me, I hate fame. Made some interesting moves while playing this chess game. And honestly, did change, but never for the change. Maturity's giving me liberties that I wouldn't claim. Some of the very things I used to call abomination. All things I couldn't handle, but thank the Lord for his grace. Asking to be gracious. People ain't always shaky. Some have different convictions. And others gon' make mistakes I'm a little bit of both And I ain't mad or offended You can forgive much When you understand you're forgiving I've done a lot of living Misjudged many people Quicker to call them evil Before I knew them as people I'm less self-righteous Not sick and sensitive The truth is We all deserve to die The way that Jesus did I don't wanna make every song Into a sermon Go listen to your pastor That's what you should be learning I love you I'm sorry that I'm not The man you think I am But it was never me anyway It's the great I am Hey, listen, man, I still believe everything I wrote on Rebel. You know what I mean? Me bragging about where I've been and what kind of mission trips I'm doing and who I'm discipling and so on and so forth in every song. Doesn't make me more holy. And me not talking about it doesn't make me less holy. It's all grace, baby. I hope you can have grace for me. As the Lord has been gracious to us all. I love you. Louis 
Jesus on my two feet. Uh, it's who weed when I'm through the streets. The cuties say cute sneaks. And them shoes sweet when the dudes speak. Nothing under a hundred. Stuntin' on them ain't nothing. I'm frontin', but oh, they love it. I'm ahead of my class in passing. Got a passion for flashing, satisfactions in fashion. Yeah, homie, I'm a tag popper. Making you sick, call a swag doctor. These threads is concealing my flaws. But I am fulfilled by applause. I guess pride is my idol now. What I'ma do when these items go out of style? This ain't treasure, it's trash. I know this pleasure won't last. I need that real. real. Yeah. Baby, that ain't never gonna last. That's just foolish, boy. Yeah. That ain't treasure, that's trash. And I, I know it look nice, I know it look nice. But that's a rip off. For that price, that ain't treasure, that's trash. Cause it ain't never gonna last. Front. I, I like nice kicks and new clothes. Okay. I like giving old school records and, uh, new flows. I like money that I make when I do shows. But when I abuse those, they fools go. Now, now let me tell you what I mean. I can make something good, a god thing. Turn on my wants and the needs. Holding on to perishing means that's supreme, it seems. People want pleasure for a season. Instead of seeking the God who's eternally pleasing. For some reason, I thought that I wouldn't be lonely. If I had one on me, I... Couldn't buy joy with the paper. My good deeds never bought God's favor. Found my currency faulty. I'm so glad that the Christ came and bought me. Living that. Yeah. Baby, that ain't never gonna last. That's just foolish, boy. Yeah. That ain't treasure, that's trash. So, Pastor Adam pretty much gave you the whole spiel, what you're supposed to do. Okay, so, I say go, you're going yeah. to I know it looks nice, but that won't last. Go, go, everything, do everything, all right? I say go, you start, okay? Yes. Yes. Okay, come on, go. I'm hungry, hungry. Tunnel vision, yeah, I'm focused on the light. 
everything Cause I'm focused on the Christ You can try to kill me but you can't hurt me You can bring me wherever you want I'ma live forever, regardless how my doctor feels. Call it Willow Smith, my father's will. I seen the Lord, the same I'll never be. Some say they seen the Lord, but live on casually. I don't know what, what you saw, but the Lord ain't what you seen. Once you really seen the Lord, you're obsessed with what you see. Session more than say right.
Once I have the actual, I have a couple places I'm considering. I want to pick the best one. So once I do my research and I figure it out, we're going to meet here at the church. We're going to be at 12, 8 o'clock, 12 o'clock noon. We'll something. We're going to go for the ride. We'll get there. And
ask right now, Holy Spirit, that you are that you would be in this place. Bless the sermon. Bless the time of worship, God. Holy Spirit, that you would prepare our hearts, that we would come expecting. I ask that as your students come, Lord, they would give with willing hearts, Lord. Break our hearts of free, Lord. Let us open that door of provision into our lives. We love you, Jesus. We trust you. And we ask you to do what only you can do best in this place. In your name we pray. Amen. Kirsten, come up as you give. Come up to the front. For worship so you guys can all stand up to your feet come on up to the front and get ready for worship Two, mic check one two let's give it up for Vinny finding out the chords <laughs> praise God how many y'all ready for worship tonight uh, we just love God in this place y'all we love him so much we love him so much that you know we'll get crazy up in here you ever love someone so much that you'll do anything but baby I, I'll do anything Take me back. Literally, some of the guys would say that even, I mean, ladies, I mean, if you're saying that, I'm not sure if it's worth it. But going back to it, I mean, literally, if we love it, if we want it, we desire it, we'll, we'll say things like that. I'll do anything. What, you want a bag of chips? I got you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you want me to do this? I'll do it. But for with God, man, let's demonstrate that same love and passion to God. Amen. We can do it with our words and our worship. That's not weird because in the Bible, God actually created everything to give him worship. Do you know you were placed on this earth to give God worship? So this first song is actually a lot of fun because you guys get to move and dance with us, all right? So look to your neighbor and say, I hope you're ready to dance. Oh, come on, look to your other neighbor and say, you better dance. All right, come on, let's just pray. God, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. Let's in this place, God, and we love you so much. Be with us in this time as we offer our praise. In Jesus' name. Lord, we give you the highest praise. Oh, come on, from your own heart, just tell them, God, I give you praise. You're so worthy, Lord. Hallelujah. 
gonna clap a little louder than before. I wanna sing a little louder than before. Oh, oh, oh. I wanna jump higher than before. Jump, 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 jump. Let me hear you scream it out. We're singing freedom. We're singing Time said freedom, 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 freedom. Sound a clap a little louder than before. I want to sing a little louder. Come on, let me hear you. Spin wilder than before. Spin. Let me hear you scream it out. We're singing freedom. Go sing it. To worship deeper than before. Oh, come on, let me hear you scream it out. Yeah. We're singing free, we're singing. Shackles and no more chains. No more. Come on, lift your hands up in the air. Like you got no more shackles or chains in this place. All across. Homie, say no more. No more shackles and no more chains. No more bondings. I am free. Yeah. Come on, sing it here. No more. No, no more shackles and no more chains. No more bondage, I am free. Yeah. Oh, one more time, no more shackles. Oh, say, no more shackles, no more chains, no more bondage, I am free. Yeah. Oh, come on, every voice, do you sing hallelujah with me? Hallelujah.
place amen but I tell you what I tell you what man God is so good he is really 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 super good you know when he created creation he he kind of steps back you know and he looks at his handiwork and and God said it was good in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and you go down and it's the entire creation where we came from and he created man and he stepped back and he's like man it's good you know what sin does and sin came into the world it, sin leads to death Adam and Eve they were tempted just like all of us are tempted every single day and temptation can lead to sin and sin leads to death and we're not just talking about you die you get buried six feet deep we're not talking about that we're talking about the spiritual death that when you do die Man, you either spend eternity with God because you know him and you're free like we sing in this place. Like, man, there's no more chains. Sin got no place in my life. Jesus reigns in my life. Well, maybe that day you're going to be like, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. When I tell you what, everybody here can know that they know that they know that when they die, that even now they will be with Jesus. And God, He is so good that He even offers that freedom now. Man, what do I need to be free from? Man, sin. You think about it. Sin, it's messy. It's, it's horrible. Like when, when you're angry, what does that only give? Like what does it lead to? Fights, arguments, people saying things that really hurt you and they go deep. Like, man, I, I, I wish I was never angry. Oh, man, maybe even, maybe the things that we don't see. Like your envy, like you're wishing you had things that you didn't, that weren't yours, or, or even perversion in the heart. Some of the things that we think that we shouldn't be thinking that God says, man, I don't, I don't have that for you. I don't want that from you. That's going to take you and lead you into a place I don't want you to. So all across this place, with eyes closed, when I believe that God is in this place and, and he brings his freedom, he brings his joy, his peace. And most importantly, he brings his love. So all across this place, would you join me in loving God and just receiving his love right now and just in small little words to say, God, I receive your love. I don't really know what that looks like, but God, I want to know what it looks like. Maybe you're in this place and God, I need more of your love. Like God, my love tank is on E. And God, I've just been pursuing other things. God, I haven't been as faithful with my devotional my family's been getting so much of my time God I just want to love you right now God come and fill me up all across this place if that's you would you just lift your hands with me come on and just be refreshed of the Lord let God fill you up with his love not the love of a man not the love of a woman because that'll fail you but God's love it'll never fail you God your love will never fail us We sing higher than the mountains that I face. 
someone tells you they love you and they get you gifts and they they show up to your games and they show up to graduation and things like that man the love of God it covers your entire life come on it covers your good days and it covers your bad days hello 
Come on. Just when you're not feeling love, when you don't feel that, man, you have a purpose in this life, God's love is there, and he meets you every single time. Jesus. Y'all need to believe that the love of God, it is greater than what you're feeling right now. Listen to me tonight. The love of God is greater than your feelings. It is greater than your, your circumstances. It is greater than anything that comes up and presents itself against you. Trials. You got problems? God's love. Man, what's God's love? God's love. Come on, you guys are not like, what's God's love going to do if you understand that God loves you, that he paid a price. Yeah, he went through some things when he died on the cross. So that you can stand here and sing tonight, man, God loves me. Tell me I need to be reminded of that here tonight. Man, come on right now. God, you're in this place and we thank you. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you that you're showing up. And God, we just want to make it more than just words. We ask that you come and touch our hearts right now all across this place. God, and come and touch my heart. God, make me awake. Make me alive to your love. Jesus. God, get rid of all the substitutes, the fakes, the cheap substitutes, God. Come on, some of you guys need to know that God's love, he wants to pour it out. But man, you got to receive it. You got to let go of what's in your hand. You got to receive it. You got to want it. He loves you. It's yours. But you have to want it. I don't need God to love me. I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. I don't need God. God, I pray, Lord, that every heart here would desire you, God. That, Father, we would see our need for you. Holy Spirit, we ask right now that you come. And that you make everything right now spiritual, Lord. The Father, our thoughts, God, that we begin to think spiritually. And God, come and give us a revelation of your Son, Jesus. Oh, that's all. Spirit. Come on right now, if you guys want to respond to that. Come on, you guys got choices to make. If you want to say, man, God, I want to experience, I want your love, I want more. I want you to meet me up here at this altar. Come on up. Take a step forward. Come on. I want God to meet me. I want God to touch my life. Come on. Come on up. Come on up. Don't be afraid. Don't wait for your neighbor. If they don't want it, they don't want it. Just leave them there. God's love is here in this place, all across this place. If you're up here, come on. Just close your eyes with me. Come on. Close your eyes with me. And just say, God, I want your love in my heart right now. Place your hand over your heart and say, God, fill me up. Fill me up, God. God, get rid of all the cheap substitute. God, God, get rid of all the, un the bitterness, the unforgiveness, God. Come on, right now, God, change my heart. Come on. Right now, come on. Oh. Jesus, Jesus. We want you more. We want you more. Jesus. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. No thing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence. 
tasted and seen. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves. When my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. Your presence, Lord. Oh, come on, every voice in Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your love, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your Your presence. Come on, there's nothing worth more. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. Nothing can compare. You're our living hope. Presence. When I taste it and sing, I taste it and sing of the sweetest of loves. When my heart becomes free and my shame is Put every voice, sing Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your Yeah. 
Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your Let us become. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your One experience, Lord, all across this place in my heart. Come make it personal to me, Lord. Come on, every voice sing, Holy Spirit. right now an attitude of prayer just take the next 30 seconds come on the next 30 seconds and you tell God right now God Holy Spirit in this place you can pray to the Holy Spirit come on he's God amen man Holy Spirit I just pray that you just bring me closer to Jesus make me more like Jesus God I pray Lord that my eyes and my ears will be open here tonight come on just pray and ask the Lord come on what are you wanting tonight what are you here for God, come and move in power.
15 more seconds. to the prayer as, as we close up this time of worship. You guys can just look up at me and I just want to share this one thing. We're going to have service. We're going to get into the word of God and God is moving here in this place and what God is doing. And for those up here at the front, you respond because, not because I told you, but because you want more of God. So let that be the heart and the mindset. Man, I tell you, there is a desperate need of God in this place. You guys need to realize that this isn't just like a, a thing that we do because we're in church. This is your opportunity to get a hold of God. I paint a picture for you guys, and then we're going to close out in prayer. Um, do you ever, you know, God is a good God, and he's, the Bible talks about him being our father. I don't know what your relationships are like with your fathers here on this earth. You know, here's the thing. Parents, fathers, mothers, you know, your childhood. We're not talking about that, but we're talking about God the Father and how he is towards us. Man, you know, I could just remember growing up, my dad, you know, he'd go out, he'd work like Oak Brook, and he'd go really far away, and man, you know what, we'd go to school right down the block, and we'd come in and take dad like an hour to travel to Oak Brook in the morning and then come back, and I remember like we, when dad came home, and there's sometimes, like, we used to hide and he'd come find us, but there's some days, like, forget this, I'm go up to dad, and he's just walking through the door, and I'm running, and I'm just, like, tackling, I'm, like, almost, like, ah, oh, and I just hug him, and sometimes I'll just smell the leather jacket, because he used to wear it in the wintertime, and just the wet leather, I'm smelling, like, hey, puppy, he's like, hey, me, how are you doing, baby? And, um, you know, I just remember, those were some of the awesome times, just having dad hold me, he's like, man, you know what, that's cool, dad, dad loves me, and I'm, God, your father wants to do that for you and in moments like these we can do that we can get in the presence of God the Holy Spirit's here and we can be embraced by God amen and you guys get to realize how much you need him it's not like Jesus is the little entree or Jesus is like the little garnish on top of your meal Jesus is the purpose of why you're here the purpose to why you breathe and so I just pray that, man, it's tonight that you guys have opportunities and chances to respond, to go after God more than what you know in, in, in your human-sized brain. He, he's far exceeding that he created your brain. He created the universe. And he looked at mankind. He said, man, I love them so much. I'm going to come down there and die for them so that they can know me. So that moments like this, you guys wouldn't just be okay with just crossing your hands and being a... God, come fill me up. Like, no, God, I want to know you. He's alive. He's real. He's in this place. So all eyes closed. We're going to end this time of worship. You're going to get an opportunity here tonight to just worship God and get closer. But right now, God, we thank you for your presence in this place, God. And God, you make all things known. We just pray, God, that you would reveal your son, Jesus Christ, your plan of salvation for people here, God. Father, let us see it in them. Father God, God, we want to see, God, salvation here tonight. God, we want to see broken hearts, God, filled with your love, filled with your joy, filled with your peace. God, we want to see relationships restored, God, people coming back, God, repenting from sin, and God, you moving in their life. God, we believe that you can do it. We say, start with us.
Come on, you tell God, say, start with me. All across this place, start with me, God. God, we pray that you would start with us. Come and have your way in the rest of our service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen, amen, amen. Can you guys zoom in the attitude of worship and prayer? Just make your way back to your seats. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, if you guys can do me the favor, if y'all brought your Bibles, pull those out. You know, we're going to get into the Word of God here tonight. You know, we got some cool things for you guys this month. Like Christina mentioned, the third Saturday of the month, we have our life group. We're only bringing it down to one time. We're meeting for life group. We want you guys to come on out. We're going to a corn maze. I mean, those things are so much fun. Like, literally, sometimes grown men can get scared of being in those things, but it's such a great time because you're just like, oh, I'm having a good time. You're there with your friends, and we're just going to uh, be blessed and have a great time. So please come on out for that. As you guys are opening up your Bibles to James 1, 22, James chapter 1, verse 22. We're going to read from verses 22 to 25. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. If you're there, say I'm there. If you're not, say hold up. Hold up, okay. Some of y'all, I noticed that today, um, especially with this youth, that we're all technology-based. Growing up in youth group, I mean, you brought your Bible. You didn't have, like, a smartphone. You had a block phone. You were lucky to even have a phone. Hello, somebody. You know what I mean? Like, I got my first cell phone when I was a sophomore in high school. Hello? Some of y'all be, like, in sixth grade, y'all got your iPod C, I don't know, I mean, iPhone C, if y'all into that. But I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, how the times have changed. Like, literally, everybody's busting out, like, pull out your Bible. Some of y'all bust out your phone. Here it is. But that's cool. You know, so open up your Bibles to James 1, 22 through 25. We're going to get into the Word of God. If you have the old-fashioned way, that's cool, too. So it says it like this in James 1, 22 through 25. It says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Somebody say foolish. All right. Here. But whoever looks intently, somebody say intently, intently into the perfect law. That gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. That's James 1, 22 through 25. And if you guys can do me the same favor and that same note, open up your Bibles to Romans 8. Romans 8, 29. We're going to be getting into the Word of God, and I'm going to be using these two scriptures as my basis for what I'm going to be talking about today. So Romans 8, 29. 
If you don't have it, we're getting it for you on the screen. So if you don't have it, you can look up. I'm going to read it out. It says this, Romans 8.29. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. I just want to go ahead and pray us into what I'm about to talk about right now. And afterwards, we're just going to have a great time getting into the word of God. Amen. So bow your heads and and close your eyes for me. God, we thank you for your word. And we thank you, God, that you teach us. God, you show us how to be more like you. God, your grace is sufficient enough. And we pray, God, that you would open up the understanding of our minds, God, so that we can grasp what your word is saying, so that we can understand it, that it wouldn't go through one ear and out the other. But, God, it'll come in and sink down deep in our heart. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You know, the one thing I love about that Romans passage, Romans 8:29. If you look throughout the entire Bible, Romans 5 through 9 is probably one of the greatest pieces of passages that talk about salvation. Man, what it means to be saved. It doesn't mean that if you have a lot of idols in the house and then that whenever you're feeling lucky, you do one of these and and that you wear a chain and, and that means you're a Christian like I used to go out witnessing and especially at the high schools and ask a man you know what how do you know that you're saved and a lot of responses that I got was they pull out this giant Jesus piece and be like hey bro come on now you got the wrong one I come on you see this and literally walk away I'm over here like what does that mean like you pull out a Jesus cross that means that you're saved and so Romans 5 through 9 actually one of the greatest pieces of passage that tells us about salvation and what that means and in Romans 8 28 here's this little nugget that that Paul he puts in there for those God foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son so that they might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters Man, we're going to get into that. God has predestined. He has a plan that you would look like Jesus. Okay? That everybody in this place, no matter what you're going through, in the situation that you find yourself today, tonight, that you would look more and more like Jesus. That's what the word says. Right? And right off the bat, you're reading that and be like, whoa, I, I don't know. Anybody's ever had an unrealistic expectation of somebody Or maybe you were on the other end of someone having an unrealistic expectation of you. Anybody? Like, man, can you do this? Like, for example, at work, they expect you to be the super, super, super fast person to get all your work done. And then you're going to do this work. And I can't do it all. Or maybe in your friendships, your relationships, hey, bro, you're going to be there every single day whenever I need you. And if you're not there for me and if I call you, you don't answer, you're not my BFF. Ever have people like that? Like, man, that's that's unrealistic. Like, I got a life, too. Like, you know what I mean? Unrealistic expectations. And you'll see them a lot in infomercials. Hello? You know, growing up, you know, you know what an infomercial is? Y'all don't know that? Okay. You know, growing up, I, I mean, I used to watch a lot of infomercials, those things, those advertisements. Sometimes when you're changing the channel, looking for a, something to watch, now we got, like, you know, U-verse. We can pause stuff, record it, none of that. I grew up old-fashioned box. Okay, that's the TV that I had. And so when you're changing the channel, there is no like uh, I'm going to record this show. You literally like if you missed the show, you missed it. And my, my parents, we used to have this tradition. We used to have like pizza night and watch movies on the TV. Um, you know, we didn't have like the DVDs and all that kind of stuff. We're like if it was on Channel 9, guess what we're doing? We're going to watch it. We order pizza, Domino's, ding dong, we're watching the movie. And then sometimes after those movies, what happens? 
infomercials. And infomercials are these things are people trying to sell you something that they think that you need and sometimes you believe that you need. All right. For example, anybody ever heard of NADS? That's throwback. Okay. If you said yes, like we're probably at the same age or maybe. NADS is like this, um, this hair removal wax. Okay. And, and this is, bear with me here. This infomercial, I remember we're done watching this movie and then we're like about to turn off TV and then here comes this guy, the guy that does OxyClean. What was that guy's name? The OxyClean guy, the guy who has the facial, anyways. So he did the NADS thing, this whole thing about facial remover. And so my family, we begin to watch this, and we get so excited about hair removal wax. Literally, my, my mom and my sister were like, ooh, ooh, like, so honey, I think I need that. And they're doing, like, demonstrations. They're saying, like, man, it's going to be really painless. It's going to be really flawless. You can actually eat it. It's made off of natural ingredients, like fruits and things like that. We're watching. And they're, they're and the commercial, they're applying all this wax on a lady's eyebrow that's just, like, hairy. I'm just, like, Phew. I'm talking about straight through hair, you know. And they're just applying it, and they're taking, like, a little thing. And literally, they just put, like, a paper on it. And it looks painless. And they're, like, Painless, you won't feel a thing. And my parents, my mom actually was like, yeah, we can use them. My dad's like, I, I, I'm not going to use that. And I was like a little kid, yeah, I can use that for my hair. My mom's like, no. <laughs> but she gets it for herself. And I remember when it came in, the biggest thing I was worried about was like, man, you can eat it. Like it tastes like oranges. I remember I tasted that thing, tasted horrible. But I remember, you know, my mom and my sister, they're going at it. My mom first because she was actually... She put it on, and, you know, she, she puts it on her leg, and she's like, okay, that's not supposed to hurt. They pull that thing up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. It, it, it hurts. Yeah, yeah. Unrealistic expectations. Anybody ever heard of Bowflex? Right? Six-minute abs. Y'all know what I mean? You cannot get abs in six minutes, y'all. You know what I mean? Now, like, you go to the gym, I'm working out, I'm running, and they got, like, this little, like, belt that you wear, and it's supposed to, like, evaporate your gut. Like, you don't do nothing, but then your gut leaves. You know what I mean? Like, you put this on, and, like, all, like, that access thing goes up here, so, you know, you're, like, you're walking around, like, what, what's going on? Unrealistic expectations. By the way, I have the six-minute ab at the house. If y'all want to use it, I tell you, it's not working. <laughs> Anyways, unrealistic expectations. Hello? Ever had them? Ever been on the other side of them? You know, when you read this passage here in Romans 8.29, God is saying, hey, you know what? And guess what? I predestined. It's my plan that you will look like Jesus. And you're thinking to yourself, like, uh, hold on a second. Wait a minute. Me? Look like Jesus? The perfect son of God? Jesus who was patient? Jesus who was kind? Jesus who was loving? I'm supposed to look like him? Yeah. Right off the bat, when we read this, it can be like an almost an unrealistic expectation. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm, like when I die and go to heaven, I'll look like Jesus? No. The passage is actually talking about you can look like Jesus right now. Come on, look to your neighbor and say, you can look like Jesus. Here, here's the question. How do we get there? How do we get there? That's, that's a legitimate question. If you're asking yourself that question, you're awake today and you really want to live like Jesus. Because here's the thing. If God says it in his word that we can look like Jesus, it doesn't matter who you are. You know, you come in here, you gang banging, you, you, you know, I mean, when you coming in here, you got all these different problems. There's no way God would expect me to look like Jesus. There's no way God would expect me to, to read my Bible, to pray, to be kind. There's no way. Yes, you. Yes, you. As a matter of fact, you're the perfect candidate that God would use. 
He wants you to look like his son, Jesus. But how do we get there? James chapter one. We read it this morning or not this morning. <laughs> I'm, whoa. We read it here when we began. It says, do not merely listen to the word. And so deceive yourselves. It says, do what it says. And in actually James 1.23, it talks about someone who looks in the mirror and then walks away forgetting about what they look like. You ever walk, look into a mirror, and when you look into a mirror, you look for the flaws. You know what I mean? You're not looking. Sometimes y'all checking yourself. Y'all can see it. But anyways, you look into a mirror, and if you, if you smile, you see there's like a piece of like green or lettuce or like parsley, whatever. No one in their right mind would smile, check their teeth out, and like, oh, there's some green stuff there. Cool. And then walk away. That's actually the worst feeling ever. Like, you know, when you feel like you got something in your nose, like you feel something's there, you're talking to somebody, and you're just like, I don't want to pick it because it's going to be really long, and it's going to probably go start from all the way up here, and I'll pull it out. It's slimy. It's just the worst thing. And if you're having a conversation with somebody, they're smiling, then you see something on their teeth, and you don't want to be the person to be like, Man, dude, you got, but <laughs> if you'll ever see someone of that, be kind and let them know, like, hey, you know, you got something on your teeth. But here's the thing. No one ever says to themselves, you look at himself, and if there's something wrong, you want to fix it, right? You, you want to change. And you know what the world is telling you? You know what? You can change on your own. Anybody heard of Dr. Phil? Hello? Some of y'all watch Dr. Phil? What does Dr. Phil, Dr. Phil, this is crazy. Dr. Phil has his own show. And if y'all ever watch Dr. Phil, what he does is this. He goes out and he invites people with problems. And the way the show goes is they invite everybody who's affected by the problem as well. So they'll start off and they'll have the person come on up and they'll share the problem. They're talking about, man, this is going on, this is going on. And what Dr. Phil would end up doing is bringing all the people who are affected by the problem. And that person will come up and say, man, it's hurting my life. Like every time you do this, and then somebody else will come up, and they start crying. And at the end, Dr. Phil looks at him and says, hey, you see what you're doing? You see what you're causing? Change. Do something about it. Don't act the same way. You know? I mean, think about it. Like if you watch either Dr. Phil or Tyra Banks or whatever is your flavor, I'm talking about it. It's like, hey, you see what you're doing, just change. But you know, the Bible actually tells us completely something opposite than that. See, the whole entire world is saying, hey, listen, just change. You're doing something wrong, just change. You know what Jesus tells you to do? He says, die. What do you mean, Jesus? He says, die to yourself. Whoa. As the world invites you to change, Jesus invites you to die. Die to your sinful nature. As a matter of fact, he says it so clearly. Actually, open up your Bibles with me to Romans 3.20. Romans 3.20. And I'm going to give you three easy steps so you guys can remember how to look like Jesus. Okay? Here we go. How do we look like Jesus? First step. Number one, stop looking at your faults. Okay? If you guys like taking notes, you can write this down, jot this down. How to look like Jesus? Stop looking at your faults. James 1.25 says it like this. It says, but whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom. And what it's talking about there, the perfect law is the gospel. Okay, the good news. It says, but whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it 
God wants you to look at the gospel. God wants you to look at his son, Jesus. Now, if you're with me in Romans 3.20, how many of y'all there say amen? I'm just going to look up at the screen because I didn't put it up on my notes. It says this. It says, for no one is declared righteous before him by the works of the law. For through the law comes the knowledge of sin. I don't want to confuse you, so I want to break it down. So I need you guys to pay close attention. We're having two laws. We have the law of, of the gospel. We have the perfect law, which is the gospel. And then we have this law right here, Romans 3.20. It says, for no one is declared righteous before him by the works of the law. It's talking about the works of the flesh. Hello? For through the law comes a knowledge of sin. So you got two laws going up here. Okay? The law of sin, the law of flesh, the law that desires um, everything that's not God, and the law of Jesus, the gospel. And so back in Romans, I mean, uh, James 1.25, it says, look to the gospel. We'll read it. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues into it. You see, one thing that you know how to live like Jesus, you will never look like Jesus if you continue to focus on your faults. If you continue to say, man, I'm, I'm such a, you know what, you know what I would kind of like give an example? It's like this. It's like having a referee with you the entire day. And every time you make a mistake, you know, I'm, I can't do the, and blow it. Like, hey, what was that? That was good. Don't do that again. But you know what I mean? This is like, you know what? You're, you're waking up and you have short temper with your family. Like, hey, you sin and you get in the car. Someone cuts you off. You get road rage. You start cussing or you start wanting to cuss or like you actually cuss and you think horrible things. You get angry. I mean, you get into work and, and you start gossiping and different things like that. You go to school, you start talking bad. I mean, every single day, every single moment, think about having a referee at every time you make a mistake. Boom! You messed up. You're horrible. You stink. Think about it. The Bible says, look into the perfect law. Look into the gospel. Look at Jesus. You see? It's not your obligation to think of your flaws, of all your shortcomings, your human nature. Hello? When you come to Jesus Christ, you look to him as your example. Yeah, your flesh. You don't look to your flesh like, man, you know, I stink. I'm horrible. I, I do this like, no. Jesus, I'm going to be more like you. You know? Jesus, I look to you. Man, I know I make mistakes, but God, I want to be more like you. Stop looking at your flaws. Look to Jesus. Amen? Point number two, you look like Jesus and don't forget it. Hello? You look like Jesus and don't forget it. The world tells you to change, man. Just, just change. You just got to, you're doing something wrong, do something different now. No. Jesus invites you to die to yourself. Die to your desires. Colossians 3.3. 3. If we can get it up or you guys can go there with me. Colossians 3.3. 3. It says it like this. It says, for you died. Your life is now hidden with Christ and God. For you died. You know, when you give your life to Christ, you're dead. Your ways of wanting to do things is dead because your ways of wanting to do things led to sin. And that led to death eternal death but God he says man you need to die to that 
For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Second point, you look like Jesus, don't forget it. What does that mean that my life is hidden with God? You know, going back to James 25, it talks about that person looking into the law and uh, like a mirror. What that means, when you die to yourself and now your life is hidden in Christ, you know what that means? Is that when you get back and you look into that mirror, you see Jesus. Hello? You don't see all your faults and your mistakes, but you see Jesus. Now imagine if every time you walked into a, a, a room and there was a mirror, that you would see the Word of God. Hello? Think about it like that. You're looking into the mirror, but you see the Word of God even better. When you look into the mirror, you see Jesus. You see God. The Bible says, for you died, and now your life is hidden with Christ. Remember that you look like Jesus. Don't forget it. When you gave your life to Christ... You are no longer the same. Your life is changing. Yes, there are things that you are to stop doing. Don't think that, you know what? I gave my life to Christ on a Friday night, and now I can do whatever I want. No, because that's not dying to yourself. When you die to yourself, you say, man, God, the way I used to do things, I'm done with. And you get into the word of God, and you look at what God is telling you. And you grow, and you grow, and you learn, and you live like Christ. Die to yourself. See Jesus. Amen. You know, the last point, as we go back to James 1.25, let's read it. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. We can see right there, point number one. Stop looking at your faults. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law. Look into the word of God. Look at Jesus' life. What is he leading you to do? Some of you don't spend time with God, and that's the problem. Yeah, that's a problem because you're not going to know what God is telling you to do. God wants to lead you. God wants to take you from where you're at to the next place. Amen? Look at God. Stop looking at your faults. Number two, you look like Jesus. Don't forget it. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law, that gives freedom and continues into it. You have to continue in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it. They will be blessed in what they do. Third point, bless yourself. What do you mean, Pastor Adam? How am I going to bless myself? I'm going to go get myself some candy. I'm going to get myself a new car. What does that mean? You guys ever, um, I'll give an example like I'm driving. Some of you guys drive, right? Here's an example. You know, someone cuts you off. Instead of getting upset and, uh, and frustrated and be like, I can't believe it, and honking, get really close to their bumper, let them know that you're upset. Someone cuts you off and be like, man, you know what? They must be really having a bad day. You just blessed yourself. Hello? How about this? Like, man, you walk into a situation where they're at school and you're walking and people are gossiping. Maybe they're talking about somebody you don't even know. Or maybe they're talking about the teacher. You're walking in there like, man, that... She's so dumb, I can't believe her. You're walking in on that, man, you know what? You know what, she's our teacher, and we need to respect her. She's doing her best here. You just blessed yourself, because normally you would be in that conversation and be like, yeah, she's dumb. She... But you're changing. And here's the thing about blessing yourself. It's so awesome, because the Bible says this. It says, they will be blessed in what they do. And it's not really you blessing yourself. It's really as you live for Christ. 
As you see yourself in the light of Jesus Christ, you're dead to your old ways. Amen? You're no longer the same. The things, the habits, the addictions that you have, those things are now changing. You see Christ. Hey, you find yourself in situations where you see God doing things that you would have never done. God changing your life. God changing habits. God breaking off patterns of your life that lead to death. And God restoring. God blessing you. I like to think of it, I'm blessing myself. Something where if I walk into a situation and I know, man, you know what? God did that through me. I know that it's not just me being a good person, but God is changing me. I just bless myself. There it is. They will be blessed in what they do. Hello? Anybody here want to know Jesus Christ personally? You know, we're talking about this because it's so big in how you see God and how you understand that God sees you. If I could have the band come up for me, please. Actually, just Vinny, because when the keys come in, everything gets more spiritual. Amen. I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Waiting for it to get spiritual. Oh, see, there it is. You felt it, right? Like, whoa, that's, that's God just coming through. And <laughs> we so love God in this place. You know, it's so big that you, every person in this place would understand and know how Jesus sees you. It's, it's big. It's important. And you know what? Many of the times we have a bad rapport of ourselves. I don't know about you, but I'm my biggest critic, you know? If I do something wrong, I'll beat myself up. Like, man, I wasn't patient with my, my family. I wasn't patient with my students. I went off. I, you know, said something that now I feel bad about or, you know, even in my heart. I mean, I'm lusting, and, and I, man, my, my thoughts were perverted. Like, man, I, I suck at this. And sometimes that affects how we see God and how God, we think that God sees us. Like, man, God, he must be really upset. Not about you, but I got spanked when I was younger, and thank God for it because, I mean, my parents loved me. But that's kind of the impression. Like, God must be mad. Like, when we sin, when we tell a lie, when we do something, like, yeah, yeah, it's like, He's really upset. Like, I'm not going to pray now. He's gonna, he don't want to talk to me. I just, I deliberately did something that he's telling me not to do. He doesn't want to talk to me. And it pushes us further away from praying and coming to somebody like, hey, brother, listen, I need you to keep me accountable because I'm struggling in my walk. And the Bible says that, man, but whoever looks intently into the perfect law, if you're looking at Jesus... If you're looking at his life, if you're died to your sin, you've died to your sinful nature, your life is hidden with Christ. You want to know how he responds when you make a mistake? Look to the cross. You're covered in his grace. Now be empowered. Don't stay the same. Be empowered by Jesus to live differently. Man, I've tried. I've tried. I can't break this habit. I can't break this addition. I can't, I can't break this mindset that I'm having. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so depressed. Man, my, my heart is just going, I, I can't do anything about it. You need to die to yourself. And here tonight, we're going to leave this altar open. We're going to have a time of prayer. 
And some things in your life here tonight need to die. Hello? Some things in your life here tonight need to die. You can't give Jesus parts of your life. You need to give him your entire life. Some of you guys need to come up here and offer God. I'm, I'm trying to have one foot in the world and have one foot in the church. And it's not working. And you need to die to how you want to do Christianity. How, to how you want to live out your life. And say, God, you can have it all. And I tell you what. If you pray that prayer here tonight from your heart, you confess it with your mouth, God's going to meet you up here. We want to pray for you here tonight. Can you guys stand for your feet, please? All across this place. You know, with eyes closed, come on. Right now in your own heart, think about it what needs to die in your life when you look into the mirror do you see your faults do you see your failures come on what needs to die tonight hey man pastor adam no one's perfect but god has predestined you to look like jesus right now what are we waiting for what are we waiting for all across this place come on search your heart search your heart Come on, God, I pray that you would open up their minds to realize and understand, God, they need you. Come on, don't think to yourself that you're going to walk out of here like, man, you know, I'll do that some other day. No, you are desperately in need in Christ because in your own nature, by yourself, you are dead. Sin, when it is full grown, when it is given, when it is full, fully matured, it leads to death. You can't do it on your own. You need a Savior. You need Jesus. Father, we thank you for your provision and we thank you for your grace. God, we ask that you meet students up here. God, habits, addictions, God, mindsets that, God, wouldn't be broken off by themselves, by them changing. God, you break it here tonight. Come on. Come on right now. If you need some things in your life to be broken off, God's sin, addictions, come on, unforgiveness, bitterness, pride, jealousy, selfish ambition, wanting to do things your way, hey, it needs to be broken off here tonight, all across this place, if you want God to meet you up here at these altars, if you want God to break things off, just step, take a step of faith, come on up to these altars, come, 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 come on. Come on. Come on, band, would you come? All across this place. There you go. There we go. Come on, if you stepped up here, I want you guys just to look at me really quickly. And I'll, I'll, I want to direct you in prayer. You guys are going to be very specific up here, okay? This is what we're going to do. You guys came up here because you realize, man, somewhere in your life, something's not adding up. It doesn't look like Jesus. That when you look at the reflection and when you're honest, in a moment of honesty, you know, like, man, I need God. 
because I'm messed up. Let's not cover it up and say, I'm just a little messed up. I need a little bit of Jesus. No, I'm messed up. I need God. Because without him, I still will live like this. I will still think like this. I will still feel like this. But you're up here tonight because you're believing that God's going to break it up. And let me tell you what, I come in agreement with that. Because he says it in his word. He says, man, those he foreknew, he predestined to conform, to look like Jesus all across this place. That when you leave here tonight, when you look in the mirror, you know who you see? Jesus. Your life is going to be hidden in Christ. Some things are going to begin to change. When you get back into a situation where you normally would fight and you normally would get depressed or you would normally cry or fellas, if you normally would give in to sin or you would normally do this, you're going to go back into that situation and Christ through you is going to live it out. Christ is going to move in your life like, man, I, I'm not going to do that anymore. And you're going to realize, man, that's God. That's God. Right now, all across this place, come on, let's close your eyes. And this is what we're going to pray. That God, I would die to myself. Come on. There's a bunch of dead people up here. Come on, dead man walking. They used to say someone going up. But right now, this is a good thing. We welcome it. Because we're saying, God, not my way, but your way. Come on. Right now, pray for those specific things right now that you want to be broken off in your life. Addictions. Come on. Come on. The bad attitudes, anger, pride, jealousy, perversion. Come on. You're not up here. Come on, guys. I want to hear you start praying. Come on. Call out to God. Be encouraged. He's here for you. You're up here because you want him. You need him. Leaders, just come right behind him. Come in agreement, my 201 leaders. Just find someone to pray with. place. Father, we pray for every heart right now, God, and every addiction, get every area in their life that does not look like you, Father, we ask that it will die here tonight, that, Father, you would raise people from the dead, that, God, you would give them new life, come on, new life in this place, they're no longer the same. Welcome here, come love this place and 
Invite you up to the front, man. Can you guys make some space here for Jojo? Come on up here, man. How you doing? Man, I don't want to put you on the spot or make you feel awkward or anything like that. If I ever do that, it's because I have a good reason, because I feel like God is pouring something in my heart. I'll tell you what, I don't I hardly do that. I hardly call someone who's not up here at the front, come on up. I if you ask any of my leaders, they'll tell you not to because I'm telling them to. Because as I was praying for him, and remind me your name, Lewis. Lewis, as I was praying for Lewis, God was touching his life. Okay, he gave his life up here to the Lord. And as I was praying, I'm like, man, God, do something great. Yeah, y'all can be excited about that. Come on, Lewis just gave his life to the Lord. And and man, you know what? I don't know his situation. I don't know anything about him. You know, he came up here, and, and I just prayed for him. I just started praying over his life, and. He accepted God, and, and as I was praying, I saw you out there, man. And I just, I just felt that, man, God has something for you, you know. And, and that's the word. God is for you. You know, you look at man, church, man. That's not for me. I, I can go to Sunday. I can, I can open up my Bible. I can try to be better. No, God is saying He's for you, and that your efforts in life to try to change, be better. God says, you're looking at it through your own scope, and don't do it anymore. He wants you to start looking at it through the, His eyes, through Jesus. And I don't want you to come up here feel pressured, but all I had was that word for you, that God is for you. You know what? If knowing God is for you, the Bible says, who can be against you? And, and I just want to pray for you, man. Can I pray for you? Okay, Jojo. Y'all can just do me a favor. Just lift out your hands, man, right now. Just, God, I know you pointed him out, God. You had that word that, God, you're for him. God, we're believing that, God, you'll do something great in his life. God, Lord, his sister comes here faithfully serving you. God, you're doing things in, his, in her life. And, God, I know that she lifts up her brother. And God, you wouldn't allow me to go on with this service without calling him forth because you love him. You love him so much, God, that you will stop our service. You will stop what we're doing and you say, call him up here. Come on. God sees you right now. He sees you. He knows what you do in private. He knows what you do in public. He sees it all. He knows what you go through. He knows your heart. God is saying he is for you. I don't know about you, Jojo, but I know that would encourage me. I know that would change my mindset about God. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. God, I just pray in his life, God, that you reveal yourself to him, Lord. That, God, he would know that you're for him. That, God, he'll walk into a situation, a situation where he would expect nothing but bad happening. But, God, it completely turned around. And right there, God, he'll be reminded, man, wait a minute. God is for me. Come on, the situations and things in your life are going to begin to change. 
and he's starting with you. Father, pray for his life, that he would know you, that God, you would pour out your love, pour out your love in Jojo's life, that God, he would rely on you, that he wouldn't rely on anyone else, on his own strength and the way he sees things, but God, he would rely on your son, Jesus Christ. God, I pray for the strength right now, Father God, to walk as a man, a man on fire, a man on a mission, God. Let him not be discouraged. But Father God, keep him, Father God. Father, keep him, guard him from the enemy's attacks, from the enemy's plans. There's something special for your life, man. Something special for your life. God, I pray, Lord, you would reveal it to him. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. If I could just have one of my leaders, Tony, come on up here. Just pray for him. This is Tony. He's just going to just pray with you and, you know, just share your heart with him. man. I feel like, well, God is doing something special. And, you know, amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise, yeah? Amen. Come on, you can just pray with him. I'm just going to talk to the rest of the congregation. Hey, amen. You can have a, actually, why don't you stand next to your brother for me? Amen. Yeah, this is something special. Amen. I'm going to, you know, guys, we, we, we're all family here. We all say it, and we all, you know, we're excited. We're family. And, you know, it's something special when, you know what, you come into the house of God and you pray for family, your family, people that you grew up with, you shared laughs together, you shared tears together, you've been through ups and downs. It's something special when the people that you've been praying for, that you spend life with, come to church and they give their life to God I, 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 can't, be, I can't begin to tell you how, how awesome that feels and, and we all have family that we want to see saved amen but let's celebrate what God is doing when he does it he's restoring families think about it like this he's restoring families I can share the testimony may I Isaiah may I share it I disciple Isaiah and he's in the 101 sharp young man amen and and, you know, we talk, and we're like, man, you know, let's, what's going on, man? I'm praying for my family. I lift them up, and, like, who do you want to see saved? And it's like, man, I pray for my mom and my sister and my brothers. And Isaiah sees himself as the older brother watching out for his family. And, man, I know this young man has been faithful to pray. And on these Friday nights, he's praying for his family. And he's up here, and he's like, God, save my family. Save my mom, save my sister, save my brother. And here tonight, look, check this out. An answer to prayer. Hey, it's a miracle. God did it. Who else could have done it? Lewis. Lewis is here tonight. He just gave his life to the Lord. Amen. Come on, let's clap it up. Come on. Wanna, we want to encourage you, Lewis, man, like, that what happens up here, it's not, it's not just you coming up on a stage and me putting on a spot. God is in your life now, man. God is changing your life the same way he's changing Isaiah's life. Amen. Amen. I, I just want, come on, would you put your hand on this shoulder right now, man. Amen. I, I just want to pray for, for you guys and your family as we continue to believe for the rest of your family to come. Amen. Guys, just, just lift your hands out right now in faith as you do this, that God is going to bring your family. He is working on your family. Let's just bless them right now, what God is doing. God, we thank you, God that you are restoring this family. God, I thank you for Isaiah and his life and the testimony. 
God, he loves his family so much. And he wanted to share the thing that was most important to him was you. And God, I thank you for Lewis, that he's here, that God, you're touching his life. And then God, he is growing and he's going and he's going after you. God, we pray for the faith. We pray for the strength to continue. And Father, Lord, we lift up the mom. Come on, in Jesus' name, that she would know Jesus, her Lord and Savior. God, we lift up the sisters in Jesus' name. Come on, we lift up this family that they would come to know you, Jesus. Come on, we lift them up, God. We thank you for these two young men. Continue to move in their life. Continue to, to breathe life into them, God. Encourage them. Give them strength when it gets hard. God, when they look at their life, God, give them faith. Encourage them in Jesus' name. We lift them up. Have your way. Have your way in Jesus' name we pray. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on, God is all over you guys right now. Come on. God is all over you guys. Amen. Let's just close out this time in prayer, y'all. We're all a family. And let's believe. I believe that when you guys, you guys bless it. Like, man, his brother came and gave his life to the Lord. And we're praying for their family. When you guys agree and, and the man, God, do it for them. God, I pray that his mom, everyone in his family will get saved. When you guys pray that prayer, God looks after you. And God answers your prayers. God's like, I still remember what you're praying for. Even though you're pr I haven't forgot about you. Come on. Right now, let's just close out. We're going to lift up our families. Amen. There's a special anointing in this place. And as a matter of fact, Isaiah, won't you come up here? I want you to pray. You're going to pray us out. Come on up, bro. you to close us out here tonight because God is God is definitely on you and your brother right now and you know he's in this place he's touching hearts and I want you to pray and encourage our congregation amen that they wouldn't get discouraged that they believe that God will come and move in their life for their family and just pray us out of here that we all have a great night and a great weekend amen Everybody that think that nothing's gonna happen, something will happen in your life. No matter how long it takes, never give up. It might take years, but God is not gonna work at that moment, but He will keep you in His under His wing. He loves everybody in this world. And I want this whole world to be saved. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, look to your neighbor, give him a hug. We're all family, like we said. Come on, love on somebody. Amen. Praise God. Hey, y'all, we're going to fellowship. Thank you for coming. We have Sunday morning service. We want you guys to come at 10 a.m. 10 a.m., be here or be square. We love you guys. Have a safe and wonderful night.
When you see me, I'm in Uptown, baby. What you know about me? Oh, nothing really. Well, it's changed that. See, I came back and took a break, but now break that. Formerly known, yeah, I made that. And them cartoons every Saturday. Get your breakfast, tell them play that. Yeah, I got lines like barcodes. Y'all got jokes like Bart Simpson on bar phones. How you acting dumb on your smartphone? Fish is a man, so I stay looking. Cast the nets like I'm straight Brooklyn. Oh, your life so hard. Why don't you face your problems? Don't Facebook them. Try to make the straight crooked with the porn sites, but I ain't looking. I got bands that'll make her dance. That's a wedding ring for my wife. Bling, I'ma say that twice. Bling, ladies, if you ain't got one, don't give him none. True love is waiting, and you so worth that. I know you heard some bull crap, but if you're headed down the wrong path, go ahead and turn back. You're never too far to be made new. They said you damaged good, that ain't true. I testify to that. I ain't lying, Jack. You can check with my whole crew. Whoa.
some say you can't I say that you will My sin it costs a grip But Jesus paid the bill You don't believe in miracles I'll show you why they real Some rappers don't got skill But somehow they got a deal Weird I'm right around in this airport Flying around in my skateboard And my glasses on like a straight dark Oh, your money tell with these days short I love the haters so I pray for them See them hearts we aim for them So I tell the world that we stay torn And do it all way we won't change for them This ain't no fast food Nope, nope, you can't order us They looking so confused What's the formula? We just really want more of God Now we don't want more of us Cause he did it, we giving him thanks Even when they ain't awarding us In them strip clubs, money drugs Come on, cause you boring us We've heard it all before And I'm still unimpressed with that sort of stuff uh, We were made for more though With them award shows and you thank Christ That lip service don't mean nothing If you ain't about that life No, nothing. Why? What?